0: Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Veronica live on News Talk 101. Welcome
1: welcome back to veronica live and we are here with our next guest it's a full morning today and we've got evan powers he's our vice chair of the republican party of florida and evans was just up at the debate as well evan and you were front and center with all of these uh, candidates not characters that want to be our president So, so tell me what were your thoughts being there front row
0: well, I thought it was a good night for Republicans. Uh, we got all of our policies kind of on on lead display, and I, you know, I think some of them could be characterized as characters as well as <laughs> candidates. But it, it was it was it was a good night for, for the Republican Party to showcase the talent that we have that's running for president, and and the opportunity to move our country in the right direction.
1: So I am a DeSantis girl, and Monday he did a very powerful rally at Fort Walton, and so I heard several of the sound bites he used on air. Um, So I thought uh, Vivek, DeSantis, and Haley were the strong top three. Who did you think were the top three, Evan?
0: Well, I think the governor did what he needed to do, which was to to tell the American people what he wanted to do to move the country forward. So I think he wins because he stayed out. There was was a a Ron DeSantis debate, and then there was the debate that featured everyone else because he didn't seem to get involved in the back and forth. And, and I think he wins because of that. I think that uh, Nikki Haley had a strong night, and, and you know I think you know Vivek had a was on camera a lot, um, but you know I, I think what we've seen is he's he's been quite polarizing with some people. Some people he resonates with, and other people he turns off. So I think you know there's, but but he wins by being on the camera a lot. But Nikki Haley had a very strong performance, and especially in the in the back and forth between those two candidates. Well,
1: when she told him that he has no foreign policy, I mean, she was hammering him.
0: She really was, and I think she wanted to show that she was she, she is a experienced politician. I mean, she was the governor of South Carolina for a period of time. She's always been a strong debater, and I think she wanted to show those skills.
1: Well, and I think sometimes for women it's harder for us because... I, I don't know why. Sometimes it is. But she she was showing those skills. Um, and one thing that I um, was shocked by when they asked who would support Trump and, and the hand raising. So so what were you you were in the room and it took DeSantis and Pence a little bit to raise their hands. Uh, they were delayed. What were you thinking when all of this was going down?
0: Well I was waiting for for the interjection. I think what what the Governor had done on the front end was say that I don't want to participate in any of the hand raising, and I thought that that's where they were going because it seemed like the other candidates didn't want to do it either. right. Um, so I think everyone was kind of taken aback that, that people started raising hands. I think that was obviously the governor's delay because um, he signed the pledge and it is the pledge, you know
2: right um,
0: but you know I, I think there was there was a lot of heckling when it came to to Asa Hutchinson and and tense being so so slow there.
1: Well what about Christy, the booing. I was throwing stuff at my T V. Um I, I cannot stand that man, Evan, at all. And he's just in there well, I, to I, poke at Trump.
0: I, I will tell you that the crowd was not having having any of it. I think that, you know, he he won early, um, in his own way by by poking at Vivek. And I think that after that, um, he kind of fell off. And I think at the end there, people were very frustrated when it got to Christy Pence and and I was a Hutchinson because they just were, were not interested in what they were trying to sell. The crowd wasn't.
2: That's so true. Yes. And Evan, you, you mentioned earlier about DeSantis was kind of uh, having his own thing going while everybody else was <laughs> back and forth. And something I kept noticing is that a lot of them would mention another person's name within their comments. So then that gave that person the right to have 30 seconds to respond. Uh, DeSantis's name was left out. A lot of people didn't refer to him. Do you think it's was intentional to not give him more time? <laughs> or, uh, you know, what do you think about that?
0: Yeah, I, I think there was probably a strategy there. I think that the the debate memos being leaked um, probably con- contributed to that because I think people knew that the governor was ready to be attacked on, on multiple fronts and was ready to, to fight back. And so I think they didn't want to give him the extra time and that they knew he was prepared to do that. And instead, it, for it, I think to his advantage, is he sold his bio every time he got to talk. And, and you know, I one thing that we forget when we live here in Florida is everyone knows who the governor is and knows his history. But when you look at the polling in Iowa, New Hampshire, South Carolina, people know what he's done policy-wise in Florida, but they don't necessarily know that he was a JAG officer in the military who deployed with a SEAL team. Yeah. They don't know any of that background. And I think it was important for him to put that out there.
1: Well, there was one news story that I read um, in show prep and it said that DeSantis was truly the only adult in the room. So w- were you thinking that as well?
0: I, I think there, there, there's probably several adults in that room, but he was the one who handled the the, the, the debate the best in an adult form by not getting into those back and forths that can, can really bring bring everything down. And I think um, Vivek tried to to, to get him into that back and forth, and get him to attack him when he was shaking his hand and finger at him, and, and the governor just didn't engage in that. and w- Wanted to push out his own his own view rather than getting into a back and forth.
1: So, um, as our vice chair, are you staying neutral on who you're supporting?
0: Yeah, we're staying out of it. Okay. Christian and I have made a made the decision that we would work on building the party.
2: Okay, I love and it.
0: Be prepared for who be prepared for whoever the nominee is. And we're going to be ready to, to deliver Florida for that nominee. And I think what's important is there's so much to do from a party development point of, of getting people to re-request vote-by-mail ballots, if that's how they want to vote, and get people prepared to vote early or on Election Day. So we got a lot of work to do in that kind of watching watching the presidential race is its own entertainment, but we're doing the blocking and tackling behind the scenes. Well,
2: and uh, Go ahead, Julie. Kevin, here locally, and I'm a member of the Republican Executive Committee here, Uh, In Bay County. And, you know, I'm wondering if we're experiencing the same thing throughout the state. We have our Trump band and we have our DeSantis band. And, you know, some are upset because the local rec won't take a a stand on one or the other. But, you know, our bylaws are that we support them all right now or we allow people to have their own opinions. And then, of course, we'll get 100% behind the the candidate that will eventually which i, I want to
1: piggyback on that too evan because at the event monday in fort walton there was a huge trump contingent outside <laughs> waving trump flags the entire couple hours that i was over
2: there it's so like it's turned into this internal yes, battle in it state. is are you seeing that throughout the state
0: oh, we're, we're seeing a lot of that and I, and I appreciate you guys being involved in the executive committee that's so important so let me start there and then Beyond that is we're seeing a lot of that, and and it, it, it's it's good and healthy to have a primary process. I don't think at the end of the day, but we got to remember, at the end of the day, we're all on the same team. And whoever the nominee is, we've got to be prepared to support. Exactly. And the most important thing for Republicans when we look at it is you look at the destruction that Joe Biden is bringing to this country right now. And we have to be focused on making sure that there's not another four years of that because America is not prepared to endure another four years of that.
1: No, we can't. Um back to the the what was the ambiance like at the debate? I mean, everybody was excited. Uh, you know, it just seemed like it was probably a lot of everybody had some of their people from their team in the audience.
0: Yeah, you we were divided into sections, so you so we were I was in the RNC section, but it, you could tell from the cheering which sections were which candidate, cause okay. they had their own little sections in the arena. This is the first debate I've ever been in that has been a first debate in a while that I've been in that was in, in an arena of that size. But it was kind of a, a preview of what the what the um, convention will look like a year from now, because Milwaukee's hosting that, and so they wanted to give everybody a view of what 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 the venue was like. But it, so it was a really nice venue. People were fired up. I think people are ready to you know get this primary process moving forward. You know it, the summer doldrums take their toll, and I think people are tuning in and trying to figure out who they want to support moving forward.
1: So I was a little frustrated with uh, the North Dakota governor and the Arkansas governor because I just felt like they didn't need to be there. So I I don't know if you can comment on that, you know, because I just I want us to get we've got to get serious. We've got issues like you were saying. Biden is a disaster. I don't want people wasting our time.
0: No, and and I think that's that's always the delicate balance you have on a debate like this. Uh, The RNC made the decision they didn't want to do two debates you know which was like the kids table debate and the grown ups debate and so that therefore you needed to limit the number of people this first debate they made the decision to try to include as many people that they thought were legitimately possible as 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 as, as able and i think as we move forward to the next month's debate they said the standards are going to be higher and i think we're going to see less people on the stage which will help us focus because i think you know when pence started going on and on and oza hutchinson went on and on people really wanted to focus on hearing from the from from the people who are the front runners who have an idea of of where we're going to go moving forward
1: well uh we are talking with evan powers and he's our vice chair of the republican party of florida and um we're about to take a break here evan but i want to know more about um you know pence what your thoughts were and and then that hand raising, you know, about supporting Trump, there, there's just so much to talk about. And um, were there good after parties? I want to know that, too, because <laughs> I'm sure there were.
0: The, the RNC had a great after-party, I can tell you uh, okay.
1: that. Okay, darn it. I wish that ticket had been a $1,000. But um, I'm in here with my co-host, Julie Sanders, and she's the president of the Republican Women and the vice chair of Moms for Liberty. And we've got Evan Power here, our vice chair of the Republican Party of Florida. And when we get come back, we'll talk some more about Pence. And w- moving forward, we'll be right back.
0: Patriot Veronica loves God, guns, America, and talking to you. Call Veronica live now at 233-9988.
1: Welcome back to Veronica live. And I always say Evan Powers. I always had an S on there. It's Evan Power. Sorry about that, Evan. And he is our vice chair of the Republican Party of Florida. You were front and center at the the hottest ticket in town uh, with 12.8 million viewers on Fox and um, what was it like when they asked if people would support Trump? And, you know, it, it, just the, the hands. Now, we knew Vivek. He declared his love of Trump. It was a Romeo and Juliet romance at the debate. So you were front and center. What was the vibe like in the room?
0: There, there's a lot, there was a lot of people that are Trump supporters in that room that were, that were interested in that question. And they, they, made, they were making noise. And I think that there was a little confusion on what was going on. But we got there, and then, uh, you know, I think at the end of the day, to be on that debate stage, you're supposed to be able to support whoever the nominee is Mm -hmm. um, by signing that pledge. So I think that that, that's kind of a given. Uh, You know, obviously, one of the candidates said he couldn't do that at all at any time. Um, But, you know, I think that, you know, I think the governor is right that we can't keep relitigating this, um, the the January 6th. um, I love that comment
1: from him. That
0: we have to move because, forward. The, the Democrats want to talk about this over and over again because they feel that that's such a touch point that, that works in their advantage. But the fact is, you know, that election played out. It is over now. You know, it, we, we, we have to move forward and we have to we have to tell the American people what we as Republicans will do different moving forward.
1: Well, and I felt like Vice President Pence, several articles I read said he came off as arrogant and um self-serving and i I didn't care for him at all at all wednesday night i mean he's not on my list anyways but i found the debate to be a complete pence turnoff for me
0: you know i think that you know uh, vice president pence has a tremendous amount of experience and has you know has been a a a leader for the republican party for many years but He almost sounded like a candidate uh, that was out of his time and space at that debate. Yeah, I agree. By talking about things that did not resonate with people now.
2: So, Evan, um, you know, I was, Tim Scott's a candidate out there that a lot of people like. I was expecting to, for this debate, maybe to be the time for him to rise up a little. But his performance was kind of underwhelming, or was it just he didn't get a lot of time either? I agree with that statement.
0: No, I agree completely. I think he kind of shrunk from the stage. It seemed, and you know, I've seen Tim Scott in in person many times, and he's a very engaging speaker who has a lot to offer from a narrative standpoint and from a biography standpoint. And for him to to kind of like shrink from the stage was one of the most surprising things for me to happen the other night.
1: And um, I guess, what about? Was there anyone else that you were very impressed with that, that shocked you? or Because like Ramaswari, I guess my frustration with him is he really, you know, he says he's only voted the last couple of elections. And I, I guess since I'm a diehard Republican, that frustrates me a little bit. That Now all of a sudden you want to be my president and you haven't been engaged in this process forever like the rest of
0: us. Uh, that that is always a concern for for voters like me and you um i think because you know we've paid our dues we've we've watched we've worked and 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 it makes you question and i also did not i you know i think that Christie was right to tee off on the line that he used the barack obama line and as his introduction and, and that kind of concerns people with some of the background um information that's coming out about him currently and you know so i think that that was kind of a surprising moment i think that the governor of North Dakota has a cheering section and um, was was kind of a, a novelty act at the, the debate. He was a novelty.
1: See, what was it? He
0: the <laughs> chilies and all that happened, and you know. I, but I think you know he's a guy who has who who has some good ideas, but probably doesn't deserve to be well, on the main stage. Well,
1: did, didn't he get on the stage, Evan? Because if you, if you donated a do- dollar, he would send you a twenty dollar gift card. I am like, really? I, I I don't know. I just thought that was atrocious.
0: Yeah, I think that what the RNC, you know, we you set these rules and you think that they're going to play out a certain way. I think the RNC had a good intention of saying, we want you to get 20,000 donors and, and some combination from each state, and et cetera, and, and thought that that would be a good way to prove a candidate was viable. Right. Um, I don't think they anticipated the... Um, games that would be played around that, including you know <laughs> giving away gift cards, t-shirts, and and even Francis Suarez, who didn't make it, was giving away tickets to a to a Messi uh, soccer game.
1: Oh, I, I missed that one. Darn it. <laughs> uh, well, so our next debate w- that's in October, correct?
0: Um, it is September 27th, actually. Oh,
2: okay, sooner. It's
0: Jimmy Valley at the at the uh, Reagan Library.
2: Okay, And what do you think? Do you think Trump will be in that debate? Do you think he made the right decision to not be at this one?
0: Yeah, I think it was it was a decision. I I think that, you know, he has a history of not always showing up to debates and 15. He didn't show up to one of them. I I think he he, it probably was the right decision for him as a front runner. It gave everyone an opportunity to kind of to showcase themselves and kind of narrow that field a little bit. Um, I don't know if we'll see him or not. Uh, He has not seemed to indicate uh, that he was going to sign the pledge and and join the stage. Um, But we'll see moving forward. I think, you know, this race continues to evolve. And I think if you look at the polling um, post-debate, it it appears that at least in Iowa that the race is narrowing um, effectively. And so I think at some point he probably is going to have to debate. Um, or the public's going to demand that he debate at some point.
2: Right, and I was a little upset at first when he, when I found out he was not going to be in the debate because I like to hear him, And uh, but then as I got to thinking about it a little more, I thought the whole thing might have turned into an let's attack Trump debate. Yeah, I
1: think he made the right decision, yeah. Evan, and yeah. then, of course, you you pop over to Tucker and you see that like 258 million people have clicked on the little interview, I think compared to 12.8 million on Fox News. He ran with that football.
0: No, and I think it was a good strategy to to get his own narrative out there. I, you know, I think that until this field narrows, it, it's not it's not necessarily helpful to be a front runner on the stage, because you see, even the governor had to insert himself to get heard sometimes, and if you let that that debate become an attack fest, that takes a different turn. So I think he probably did the right thing now. But as the race narrows, I think you know, obviously, I think the public's gonna at some point want to see these people talk directly to each other
1: definitely um so another question i have was um the iconic will live in infamy forever trump mugshot and what is going down in georgia what are your thoughts on that
0: well so i think they gave it i think the georgia officials gave donald trump exactly what he wanted which was an opportunity to, to raise money in a profile on making him do something that was completely unnecessary. He didn't need a mugshot. Everyone knows what Donald Trump looks like. Um, But I think you know beyond the top line, what I find scary is the charges about creating alternate sets of electors because that's not something that's uncommon in history. That's something that's been done time and time again when a race is close. You want to have alternate set of electors before the safe harbor date so that they can be counted in case people find evidence that the election flipped and, or a recount determines it, it went the other way. And I think what we're seeing in Michigan and Georgia is an assault on the Electoral College because at the end, the Democrats want to get rid of the Electoral College, so they're yeah. trying to handicap the way the Electoral College works.
1: Wow. Well, I, I, I don't know. I just, I'm so sad. And then I think what also is very disheartening, our lawyers are having their mugshot, that we're trying to advise him that's scary stuff Evan
0: no no that's the, the other level is that you know lawyers have a, a level are supposed to have a level of protection except in rare instances and i think they gave legal advice and they're trying to turn them into criminals for giving legal advice and it's it it is, it is legal to in my opinion i'm not a lawyer but let's go there um is that i that i think it's legal for you to find ways to challenge an election that you think is has in, in, irregularities in it and I don't think that that is an illegal thing.
1: Um, my question, so if we took Trump and DeSantis off the stage, did anybody look like a VP to you from that bunch that you would like, one or two of them?
0: I've, I've always, you go back to 15, I've always thought Nikki Haley has the the, the ability to be a vice president. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think that she's a strong candidate. I, th- I still think Tim Scott, even though he didn't have the greatest debate night, is a is a strong contender for that kind of job he's he's been a he has a great story to tell um and and so so i think the two of them um are really kind of the leaders on the on a vice presidential front um from the people on the stage
1: i could support that (laughs) so so what else are we missing um evan from from wednesday night you were there
0: i I think you know I, i think we've kind of covered most of what happened it's just, it, it, I think there are a lot of people there that are, I'll say this, the general mood is people are ready to nominate a Republican candidate that can take on Joe Biden because people are very frustrated with what's happening. And everyone's fired up to, to retire Joe Biden and send him back oh to the gosh. basement where he belongs. Uh, because you, you look around, everything costs more, inflation's out of control. They're pushing an agenda on clean energy that's not about clean energy. It's about forcing us to get off of off of um, oil and do what they want to do so they can have further control. And I I think all those things adding up with people are just not happy with the lives that they're living and the economy that they're living in right now under the Joe Biden administration.
1: And um, we've got a minute left. Uh, My final question to you is, do you think whoever the nominee is, I'm really, I I think Biden's not going to debate them. And I want to see a mono to mono debate. So how do we make that happen?
0: I think the public's going to demand it at the end of the day. I mean, we're, I mean, obviously you see that they're trying to push COVID as a story again. But yeah. I think the public's going to demand a debate it's, it's since, since Richard Nixon and John F. Kennedy. That has been the standard, and I think people are going to expect that and demand that.
1: Well, you're awesome. This is uh, Evan Power, our vice chairman of the Republican Party of Florida. And I'm going to have you back after the next debate because you are I know you'll be there. And thanks for fighting the fight in the trenches. And Florida always leads the way, Evan.
0: Thank you for having me. I look forward to continuing to work to move us forward.
1: Awesome. Thank you. Well, I'm in here with... Uh, Julie Sanders. And I'm like, well, who am I in here with? usually <laughs> so you, you forget. I know, two Saturdays <laughs> off on vacation. Whoa. Uh, but when, when we come back, we're going to have Drew Allen and we'll talk about all of these crazy issues. Can you believe we had a debate this week? Wow. You, we'll be right back. I don't know about you, but I feel good. Right? I don't know about you, but I feel good. Plus.